This is Beyond Learning, where we explore stories of learning and stories of change. My mom is the same, my grandma is the same, everybody's the same, but I'm not the same. Mm -hmm. And how can I transform that in my personal mm -hmm. or professional life when I do go back? So in this episode, I am joined by my colleague. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, people. Uh, my name is Angeliki Yanakopoulou. I know Greek long name. Um, and I'm here with uh, with Ola, Alexandra Kuzira, as you know her from uh, the podcasts. And I'm really happy to be joining in. Yes, exactly. And I will add maybe that uh, Angeliki's beautiful long Greek name. I, I learned the pronunciation perfectly over the past absolutely, <laughs> three months. Absolutely. Because uh, she's the one who's been helping with the editing, which is very <laughs> appreciated. Uh, but, but Angeliki also joined me for this episode uh, when we uh, went uh, to the feminist days in Brussels mm -hmm. and now maybe let's um, let's just say one thing openly it's it's been a little while so yeah it has, it has. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we could refresh our own memory uh, so this was back in September mm -hmm. and it was. yes and where did we go and why did we go there so we we went to Amazon uh, which uh -huh. is uh, a community space uh, basically working on, on feminism, uh -huh, yeah. but I think that uh, our interviewee mm -hmm. will explain that better uh -huh. uh, following on. Uh, so it was a really nice, uh, nice place. Uh -huh. And we went there to do some courses. I did not actually manage to do any of the courses, <laughs> but Ola did. So did, yay. Yes, yes. Uh, on ecofeminism. Yes. <laughs> on ecofeminism. Um, but I did manage to, uh -huh. to join you in uh, in a movie viewing that we will uh, mm -hmm. later on uh, yes. see more. And I will also say that the reason why I asked you to join me uh, was also because you have some experience with uh, <laughs> movie making, uh, reviewing movies also <laughs> as uh, like, a, I think on the juries of festivals would you like to, would you like to say some, some words about you yeah, as an the can. yeah yeah <laughs> no it was not the can film festival but uh <laughs> I, I, I am a, a film enthusiast uh -huh. actually like in life i wanted to be uh. like a filmmaker when i was mm. uh, when i was younger so i really love filmmaking mm. and i've done my fair share of uh like uh, amateur work uh -huh. <laughs> uh, with it um, and I, I I also was really glad like to to see a lot of small movies in mm. a short film festival mm -hmm. that we were doing in uh, mm -hmm. in Greece in Patras with uh, with Asto yeah. uh, and a community organization so it was it was really fun to get back to it and see another mm. movie that was uh, from a more like amateur standpoint mm -hmm. or of a new filmmaker that like the one yeah. that we saw yeah exactly because so we'll be we'll be talking to uh, Manon Brulard who mm -hmm. is a mm, filmmaker and yeah. uh, as you said I think this was her first movie and she talked yeah. about it quite 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 openly and what she did is that she went from Brussels to Tokyo mm -hmm. by bike and uh, yeah I remember you had some concerns about the, the film before we <laughs> yeah, went to see it was so, <laughs> I was like uh, is it you know is it gonna be and I think that uh, Manon also yeah. talks about that that uh, a lot of the films that you see about mm. sports or people like going somewhere like this endurance mm -hmm. films mm -hmm. about how you're super athletic yeah. but yet you made it uh -huh. in your privilege uh -huh. but 
this was not the film and it was really refreshing mm. and it was uh, uh, I absolutely loved it I mm -hmm. have to say it's not because we just uh, met with Manon and she's uh, a really amazing human being yeah. um, but I think we also discussed that with her that I, I was really skeptical in uh -huh. the beginning but uh -huh. I, I genuinely loved it yeah yeah exactly okay so uh, now we will move back to September which is like <laughs> <laughs> three months ago when we were still sitting outside in a garden the longest summer ever uh, talking to Manon in the backyard of uh, Amazon and yeah let's hear it in case you haven't figured that out we're not professional podcasters yet <laughs> we're getting there aspiring aspiring <laughs> podcasters just give us a few months and uh, well I, I imagine that was partly your experience in making the movie as well that it was the first time you make something you made something like this so we, we can exchange notes on this very big scale initiative um but uh it's, it's great to have you so we're meeting at um Amazon, which is an organization that I have to say, I didn't know very well. And mm. uh, it's just like a few, I don't know, like a kilometer maybe from our office or not <laughs> even. Exactly. And we, we, we've never worked with them. Uh, do you know them or is it how did the collaboration happen here with the festival? Uh, they just come back to me for this one, but I've, I've known them for years. Okay. Like they're, they're fairly known in Brussels for um, feminism and like mm. like studying gender and okay. intersectionality and okay. many different things. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. So we're really happy to be here. And uh, we just saw the movie like really, really freshly. So you have a very fresh eye. I think we both we both have some reflections. I know Angeliki was taking notes. Absolutely, absolutely. I have to say uh, congratulations, first of all. I know that it, it must have been like a, a huge experience. You also said that it took more than nine months, uh, I think, to like yeah. get everything together in terms of editing and so on. So well done. It was uh, I, I really I really loved it. I'm also a big fan of documentaries in general. So <laughs> I have to say that I, I was like, oh, how is it going to be? Am I going to like it or not? Because then it's going to be hard to take this interview. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then she honestly told me, oh, I liked it. <laughs> I really, really, really did. Really did. So good job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So just that review means a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so just to recap, so you did thirteen thousand kilometers of a yeah. trip, and yeah. most of it, or some of it, by bike, and that was from Brussels to Tokyo. And how long did it take you? Uh, it took us eleven months uh -huh. to do it, um, and yeah, most of it by bicycle. So we did a little bit of trains mm. and boats because you have seas, so you have to. Yeah. Cross. So, but it can be a bit problematic. <laughs> so yeah, mm. it's a bit hard to cycle everything. Uh, so there's a cat yeah, on the table. A cat on the table. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Um, and yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was in 2019, and it mm. was uh, yeah. It feels like a long time ago sometimes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How does it feel now to, to see the movie again after after this many years of uh, having actually made the trip? Yeah, uh, I love the I love seeing the conclusion. Mm. Every time, like watching the film uh, entirely is a little bit annoying for me now because I've watched it so many times. Yeah, so every time imagine. I'm like, oh my god, that's boring. Oh god. <laughs> I'm so annoying. <laughs> we did not have that experience. I think no. we can say that with a certain no. amount of authority. Yeah, I'm getting who has seen many absolutely. documentaries, as we have already established. But it's really, yeah, it's really personal. Like I'm just like I'm, I'm a little bit fed up with seeing myself. But I, in a way, like every single time I see the conclusion, I'm like, oh my god, when am I, when am I going to be able to take time off again? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> like the, the biggest, you realize that the biggest lux luxury of being 30 plus is time. 
Yeah. Like having the time, like actually taking time to do something mm-hmm. that is out of the expectations of society. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. here I am nodding because I'm 30 plus. <laughs> <laughs> Not there yet. Not there yet. Yeah, so I never really cycle. I mean, I never had a bicycle. Uh, my brother had a bicycle. I didn't. So when I moved to Brussels, I actually took his bicycle, <laughs> which got stolen eventually. Just like like moving to Brussels and like when you go to a student party and like it's an older meters are gone and you're like, okay, well, how am I going to get home? And then you pay like 20 euro the first three times you do it to get on a taxi or just mm. walk a very long time. And yeah. that's when I was like, bicycle <laughs> okay <laughs> so it's an economic choice like uh, the beginning and then yeah. also like a freedom choice because uh-huh. you don't get annoyed when you're on a bicycle because yeah. like when you're walking you always get mm. remarks and like yeah. uh blah 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 i don't know like when you, like street harassment mm. can happen very quickly but when you're on a bicycle it just like just goes by like you just cycle away and then it's stuff's done Uh, the theme of independence really came into the film as well. The, yeah. Many of the women like talked about the bicycle as a means of independence yeah. and a means of ecology, but yeah. independence was it's constantly first. there. And yeah. what I, I particularly liked is that you say at some point that uh, you can be independent and you can be free. Do you want to do the miles? Do the miles with the bike. If you don't yeah. want to do it, it mm. then don't do it yeah, yeah. and it's it's one of the of the means of transportation that you actually can do both because you can take it in your arms and you can walk yeah, you can yeah. put it on a train you can cycle it yeah, so yeah. it's it's the theme that i find really yeah really it's like understanding that you have as an individual you have freedom of choice that you like to me like social pressure i always saw like other countries like oh wow they have a lot of social pressure mm-hmm. like the women in iran so much social pressure but like you have as much social pressure mm-hmm. in in your own country, of your own people, like people, your family, your friends, like everybody has expectations for everybody. And like realizing like, okay, well, I can decide what I want to do. And like stop like worrying so much about what you like, like, I don't know, like that you're supposed to do this or you're supposed to do that, etc. But like, it's so much into, into you, right? As a yeah. woman, like you are just raised to be what people expect from you. And then at some point you're like, huh. Actually, maybe I could tell my grandma that I actually did that and that would be fine, you know? <laughs> and she'd be like, why, why did you do that? <laughs> you know, but like, you know, there's so much of like, yeah, the, the body that just moves mm. every day, like being confronted with so many yeah. things and so many feelings. And it's like, yeah, I mean, to me, it's really like when I see the film, it's more about my personal transformation. Like mm. I'm a so different person from where, before I left, when yeah. I came back, I was wholly different. And when I came back, I was like, okay, my mom is the same, my grandma is the same, everybody's the same, but I'm not the same. Mm. And how can I transform that in my personal mm. professional life when I do go back. Yeah. And I also felt like this this part of the body in movement that was super interesting and also how it affects your personal um development. And we were just actually talking about it here in the garden oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, nice. before before going to see the movie. So we were talking to somebody else who was going to see the movie and uh, a um a degree that she's doing in arts and I was saying, Oh I'm really not a creative person and I could never do this. Maybe I would like to do ceramics, but I don't have enough physical strength to do 
do it. Yeah. And then Angeliki said, just, "Well, you build it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, yeah, "Oh, yeah. you learn it, you build it." And I, and then you said exactly the same thing about yeah, yeah. Um, about yeah, actually so cycling. Yeah. So how how did that connect the the, the physical with the, with the with the personal? But you realize that I mean, what I realized during that trip is that your body or your mind can learn anything that she or they mm. or whatever pronoun is that <laughs> they want to learn. Uh, and that your body is like it's just like the, the more you the more you do what you want to do the more you're going to learn about it like mm -hmm. may that be cycling or swimming or uh of not doing of staying at home eh? like mm -hmm. i mean i think you can transform yourself in the same way that i had transferred in the way that that you, i mean that's also a little bit arrogant like a transformer self is a way I did but by staying home you can also do that huh? but you just like the whole new perspective like to me the moving every day was like wow like there are there's another way of thinking there's another way of life that what I was raised in mm -hmm. uh, and I knew that already but like for such a long period of time uh, like being so Uh, vulnerable and I think that vulnerability is a very big thing here that mm -hmm. like if you are being vulnerable and people will actually help you uh, and if you are not people won't help you and help means that you let people in and then you can actually yeah. really exchange with people um, mm -hmm. and um, so yeah like the, the movement did change so much like I feel like now like in my professional life like in my daily life here if I don't move enough I feel really stuck mm. like you know like I'm like oh my god it's uh -huh. like same office same route same yeah. same lunch place every time mm. <laughs> so yeah. yeah and I what I also found interesting is that one aspect is the, the individual so the, the the change it made on you but I think what you also show really well in the film is how it's actually a community and it can yeah. bring people together and it's yeah. Of course, explicitly, it's about cycling and then improving the infrastructure for cycling, for example. But it's also much bigger than that. Yeah, uh, yeah. How how did you experience that? That to me, cycling is the symbolic of a social movement mm -hmm. because you're moving on a bicycle, you're moving differently um, than what you're supposed to do in a car, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, that um, that yeah, like if you have movement, you have thoughts you have social change uh, and connection because change comes from being connected with one mm. another and if you don't have that if you don't have like the basis the basic of like knowing the people and understanding and talking about things then you can't change mm. anything and that's to me like meeting all the women I was like wow they all have something in common and that is that they all want to change their communities so like there's like Emine in Bergama she uh, She uh, she learned to cycle when she was 43, I think, and she learned to cycle during the night. And I remember when she told me that the first time, I immediately had a judgment, like, why would you do that? Like, why don't you just learn during the day? <laughs> and then three years later, I, I learned how to skateboard, and I did that in the evening <laughs> without nobody around, because I was like, no, oh, I don't want to have social pressure. Again, social pressure. Um, and she really committed herself to Uh, helping other women to learn how to cycle and she's really a leader in her own community mm -hmm. and yeah the, the symbolic of it's not about cycling at the end of the day it's really about the social vehicle that cycling mm -hmm. is when when a car is so individual you can't speak to anybody when you're in a car because you are stuck in a box but cycling is by default something that you can talk to to other people and so that makes it is it's a very social Mm -hmm. um, form of transportation. I really love that you talked about the, the symbolism around cycling because I, I also had this thought when the film started 
uh, about what is the bicycle because the bicycle has many symbols in ecology it's yeah. everywhere yeah. you can see it in uh, in a sense of independence i'm getting my bike i'm going out so it was really refreshing to see that you, you perceive it as a symbol as well for something for yeah. something more and i think that this symbolism that's what i felt uh really transcends to the very concept of ecology that for many mm. women uh, the the concept of ecology in itself was a symbol was a means to get out to become political yeah. to yeah. claim their public space uh, yeah, did yeah. you did you feel that yeah uh, especially yeah. in uh, in iran i think uh, yeah and even like even in germany mm -hmm. that was exactly the same. or illustria um that was exactly the same like just you feel empowered to go out there and say well this is a space that i get to live in and this is a space i want to protect mm -hmm. uh, and that the, the bicycle makes that possible and i don't know like if you were by foot or by things it's mm -hmm. very different but the bicycle is just a, um, i don't know how you said it in english but like a catalysator of something mm -hmm. uh that it really regroups through the fact that it's so low tech as well like i mean you have really high tech bicycle like stuff but like you have like the idea of a bicycle is so simple like two wheels blah blah, blah. I mean, i'm not going to do the engineering <laughs> <laughs> description <laughs> but it's very simple and that makes it so beautiful because it's been there for a very long time and since the beginning of bicycles like it was before when bicycle came into society mm -hmm. we as women had like at least in 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 west europe we had like really big um dresses like the corset and like we were basically stuck in clothes and like you had to cycle with that but like if you cycle with that then your clothes will get stuck in the chain mm -hmm. and so like like women started taking off the 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 dresses but they had like what was called a bloomer underneath and a bloomer is a trouser so then like came up like a lot of things that was to the bicycle and because like bicycle people were riding on Sundays but Sunday was the day of church so people mm -hmm. didn't like it especially women they had chaperones at that time so there's really a big history of uh, women empowerment uh, thanks to the bicycle mm -hmm. yeah and I, and I loved how like well you show in the movie that it's still very gendered and uh, yeah. uh, I mean me for example cycling in Brussels I don't find it that easy an experience mm -hmm. maybe for you it was coming coming from from Mons and then to Brussels as a student but I still think it can be quite a violent space like yeah, just, yeah. just trying to claim that space as you said and then what I also found interesting is that the moment in the movie where you have I think it was the person that you met in Turkey who said men are so loud yeah that's quite literally <laughs> yeah, yeah. what she said yeah, How, yeah. Do, you, do you remember that story yeah no she was saying like when men want something they just like they just keep talking about it and like it's a boys club right like yeah. they know the mayor they know the assistant of the mayor they know the minister like they just know everybody because they mm. just they are so they are raised as a football team that you have to play with each other to win yeah you know and like they do that when we don't because we're doing gymnastics <laughs> you, know? you know like it was more like being a like when you're like do sports i mean it's all a different area of thinking like when you do sport it's very individual right as a, mm -hmm. as a girl like gymnastic dance whatever uh well that's what i did gymnastic mm -hmm. and then and then like anyway and then she was like oh yeah but they're, like, they're so loud and they're so organized and that means like our voices are really not heard as like, that's why i'm here is like to be heard and to be heard you have to be organized mm -hmm. you know so you actually have to have an organization with someone that coordinates it or someone who works on it and uh, and uh yeah and then that what she said about like crossing the bridge uh, that's, you know, like the men wanted to cross the bridge of the, um, at the, uh, Bosphore, I don't know in English, mm -hmm. but the, 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 in, um, 
in Istanbul and then she was like we, want, we don't want that mm. we want to be safe in our own neighborhoods because we mm -hmm. need to be yeah I mean as a woman you have to take care of more of the children because that's a freaking fact like it's just yeah. like that yeah so you, you actually need the, the, the advocacy for the better infrastructure which is not necessarily what men would yeah. have thought of mm. and, and also like if you look at Brussels Brussels mm. is not very good or at least getting very mm. good to go to work yeah so like the ring is excellent like mm -hmm. you just cycle like there's so many cyclists mm. etc but like when you look within the neighborhood uh it's a whole different story because it, you don't have and when you live in Skerbeek in Brussels me here yeah I, mm -hmm. I do get it's not easy mm. because it's, there's so much violence there's so much like really like cars going very quickly blah blah like it's a it's a whole different story but like it's just the fact like it's been analyzed by gender studies that mm -hmm. women stay more in the neighborhood than men do mm. so men go to work in a high paid job blah 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 and the mm -hmm. women stay more in the in the home and then so that makes it it's unequal and so the children can't cycle because it's freaking scary that mm. if you are a woman um that if you're a child they don't <laughs> they don't cycle straight huh? <laughs> so it's uh yeah there's a lot of work to be done. But I think Brussels is, is, is doing good in that sense. Like, yeah, they're it's really better. trying. Mm. Yeah, they're really it's trying. Better. Yeah, absolutely. I was just thinking yeah. uh, right now what you, what you were saying, and I, I remember that I wrote in my notes uh, there was a mention of, of public space and how public space is mm. made for men. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I, I just wrote, but of course it's made for men because for so many years we had that. Uh, the, the the woman's kingdom is the kitchen so it's not mm. only the house but it's yeah. also a, a really restricted place even inside the house so the very yeah. concept of public space is really is really feminist yeah. uh, when we try to claim any appearance and it's it's that entitlement mm. you want yeah. to to go and cycle on the bridge as yeah, you said yeah. because you yeah. have a neighborhood you, yeah, you yeah. don't care about it yeah yeah yeah, and, and it's it's like in everything that you do, like you feel if you're welcome in the street or not. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like even the size of the sidewalk, or like can you push actually a troller for a baby? Most of the time, no. In Brussels, like it's really like in the center, is they're really small. Uh, so there's so many things in terms of public space, public design, like uh, at least space design, and like and like and they really there's a in brussels there's a very cool thing called the uh, journée du matrimoine mm -hmm. uh, and as the during the heritage days it's an association that actually look at everything that was that is to do with feminism and to do with um, equality in the public space and that's very interesting to look at mm. lovely yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we were talking quite a quite a bit about what it was as an experience for you to 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 make that journey to make that trip and yeah. um, how about the actual process of making the movie? <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's harder to make a film than cycling to Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, taken. Yeah. Okay, yeah. taken. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's it's very hard, and that's why they, in my opinion, there are not so many good cycling movies mm -hmm. because like people tell the like little stories and like there's a big like a lot of men like male cyclists will make a film but it's very much about themselves like yeah oh, i'm so good and then i was really it was really bad it was horrible but i made it i'm so a hero <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah making a film is a whole like to me it was a, a cap like um I, I told a friend the long ago, it's like it's a capacity I'd never imagined I was mm. i was capable of like it's, it's something that had never crossed my mind that i would do well one way uh, but it was really a collective effort huh? like I did everything but like I had 
the radical honesty of friends. So now mm. when friends ask me the, my opinion on something they have done, I'm radically honest with them. It's bad, it's bad. <laughs> you know, like, it's like I, I first always do the centrist thing, like, this is good, this is good, but you have to do this, but this, this is going to be fine, you know, like, uh, but it's, I'm really thankful that they were so radically honest with me because, like, people being nice to you doesn't mean mm. that you don't have qualitative feedback then. Um, yeah. And that's really what happened with this film. And, like, it was really a ping pong mm. with friends and like telling me, okay, you have to do this that way, mm. that you have to take out, nobody cares about it. Mm. And it's really painful because like, I remember one friend, she came to my house and then she, when she left, I had 15 minutes less of film. The 15 minutes is like a month of yeah. work. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, asking feedback anything any creation in mm, the world feedback that's, <laughs> that's the that's the learning experience yeah yeah yeah, yeah. massive learning yeah. experience there, yeah i will have one more question and maybe also last one from from you if you have one uh so what, what i was also wondering about is um the next steps that you took so i understand that you are now yourself creating a community where people are actually opening their gardens yeah how does that work yeah, so it's called Welcome to My Garden, uh -huh. uh, and it's a network of citizens who open the garden so that if you travel by bicycle, by foot, or with a donkey, we have people doing that. Uh, Especially you can... in Skarbek. You can camp in the garden of people for mm -hmm. free for the night. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just costs 36 euro per year so that you basically contribute to the digital infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's fantastic because just by the simple fact of going to camp in someone's garden, you basically travel. So you can do that with just going like on a walk, walk 10 kilometer, uh, sleep in someone's garden. Mm -hmm. And then you basically, you, you get a nice and safe place to stay for the night. And in exchange, you actually give stories to the host. So the hosts, uh, they always tell us, well, we can't go on holidays or we don't go on holidays, but holidays come to us. <laughs> you know, it's better than virtual tourism because you yeah. actually, you don't leave your house and you spend an interesting evening. Mm. Um, and that was started in 2020. Uh, and now it's, uh, it, it got pretty crazy. Like it's, uh, we almost had 6,000 gardens wow. uh, across Europe and uh -huh. like uh, we have yeah, like now we have like 2,000 members, but like 40,000 people who have an account. Mm. Like it's it's really interesting the, the movement of like, it's a very simple thing, but most people get it very quickly. Mm. And uh, and it's beautiful to see the stories. It's almost an intergenerational project. Like you yeah. have, um, like I met so many new people that I would never have met otherwise through that. And I know many people have done the same. Um, yeah. And it's really heartwarming to be like, wow, <laughs> like people are nice. You know, like society, like it drives empathy and it drives like, wow, well, like opening your garden is a very simple act. Like you don't mm -hmm. have to prepare anything. If you don't mm -hmm. want to offer dinner, you don't have to, like you don't have to do anything. Just open your garden. Uh, but then people say like, hey, do you want to come for a drink? Do you want to do this? And I'm not, do you actually want dinner? Mm. We're here. And, like, and then you start talking and then you're like, wow, you're so different. And like, I met people from who were voting like completely different than me. And I, I don't need these people in my life because they're not in my life. <laughs> 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 so it's interesting to get to hear what they think as well. Uh, although it's very annoying, but it's very mm. interesting as well. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's, it's a very exciting way to travel. Uh -huh. Great. I think this is a, the perfect note to, to, to close out. <laughs> I just want to say that I really keep independence and change and coexistence as like main feelings uh, from both the movie and this talk. And uh, yeah, it was yeah. it was lovely meeting you. Yeah, yeah, you too. And it was lovely that we could do it in an actual garden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> so we're, we're gonna let you go back and, and talk to some people some more because I know that that's exactly what you crave. Yeah. Uh, so thanks so much and it was really lovely to see the movie today. Yeah, Absolutely thank lovely. Thank you so much. Okay, so uh, we say goodbye to Manol. Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, it was <laughs> like, we. I remember that we were moving around to try to get a picture because it was oh, the yes, night. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> There's the some very creepy results of it. There's there one, there one that's acceptable. <laughs> yeah, there is. Probably you'll see it somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> we'll use it. <laughs> the one and only picture. Uh, yeah, and, and after that, so this was, uh, we didn't say that. We met on a Friday evening, yeah. and that's Brussels, and that's uh, 9 p.m., <laughs> and we've had some drinks uh, before seeing the movie, and by then we're really starving, so what do we do? So we we get to walking from, like, close to Botanique, which is, yeah, like, yeah. an area in Brussels, going downwards, uh -huh. and then when we started going downwards, <laughs> we saw, so after a movie that was called Women Don't Cycle, <laughs> we saw... <laughs> A bunch of women and men and kids actually cycling and rollerblading. <laughs> like, we're talking thousands. We're talking, yeah, we're, ta we're talking thousands. <laughs> thousands of people. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's listen to that. <laughs> women don't cycle. Well, look at that. <laughs> look at that. Women do cycle. <laughs> but is it, isn't it the critical mass? I have absolutely a no idea what it is, but it's it's a carnival. <laughs> a carnival of bikes. On bikes. Okay, so this was the last episode of Beyond Learning, at least for this year, at least for this year. And I'm very happy to have also Angelika Nakapolo, who did 80% of the editing and mixing uh, uh, on the podcast. And happy to be here. Yes, yeah, so and she'll be joining us uh, next year again to, to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I might jump in and say a word uh, next a year word as well. Or an actual interview. Cliffhanger. So, uh, so, so we'll be back uh, not in two weeks as usual but it's something like two months we think and uh, we will also do a little trip um, not by bike and <laughs> not to Tokyo <laughs> maybe definitely <laughs> get it out of the way uh, but it will be by train and direction east and that's all we can say for now and uh, yeah talk to you in two months see ya